Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Nesby Region 3 Powerhouse podcast. Today, my guest is Trinika Madden. Say hello to everyone's Trinika. Hi, everybody. She is currently the programs chair of the Nesby Memphis Professionals chapter. Yes. And uh, the Nesby Memphis Professionals chapter, they have done many great things for their city and also for the young generations of Memphis. Um, they recently got done with an event called STEMology. And the purpose of STEMology was to show young boys and girls the many uh, avenues of engineering and STEM, while at the same time teaching them to break the gender roles within, uh, within STEM. Yes. So, yes. So, Let's get started. So, Trinika, uh, tell us uh, more about yourself. Uh, what do you do um, in your day-to-day life? What is your profession? Okay. Well, um, I am originally from Birmingham, Alabama, and now I'm in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I work for Abbott, and I work with our cardiac rhythm management group as a technical service specialist. And so essentially I uh, program pacemakers uh, and perform cardiac mapping all day. And that can uh, take me into the clinics or hospitals um, or the operating rooms, anywhere where a cardiologist or uh, electrophysiologist is working. Um, we can be in those areas to help them with their patients that have devices. So what inspires you to pursue engineering? Well, when I was in high school, I had no idea what engineering was until I was talking to my high school guidance counselor and I was looking for um, just information about college, and she was talking to me about, you know, what I might be interested in, and so after she was looking at my uh, performance in school and said that I performed very well in science and math, she actually introduced me to engineering And so I kind of looked into it on my own a little bit more and found out about biomedical engineering. Uh, I had been interested in the medical field, but I knew I didn't want to be like a doctor or a nurse necessarily. And so when I read more about biomedical engineering, that's what I wanted to do. So um, I applied to a lot of different schools and Um, I got into Vanderbilt, which was my first choice, and so I obtained a bachelor's degree in biomedical engineering from Vanderbilt University, and um, during that time there, I had uh, several internships that were in the medical field, and I actually got those internships through being a part of NESBY and attending the NESBY National Convention. So NESBY is kind of that connection that um, took my major just from 
you know, something I was studying into a career path. So really grateful for for that experience and kind of that exposure into the, um, you know, kind of into the real world um, and getting those internships. And so that kind of led me to where I am today. Awesome. That's really great. So uh, when did you exactly get involved with NSBE? Was it in high school or was it in college? Well, similar to kind of my experience with engineering, I, I didn't know anything about NSBE when I was in high school. And so my first exposure to NSBE was in college. Uh, Vanderbilt had a really strong uh, NSBE chapter when I uh, came as a freshman. And so I got involved uh, pretty much right away um, as a freshman, and I was involved throughout college. Okay, cool, cool. So tell us, what do you like about Nesby? Well, Nesby was a great way for me to um, get to know other uh, students that were in engineering, especially other African-American students. Um, as you may imagine, the uh, Black engineering population at Vanderbilt is pretty small compared to the population at large. And so um, just having a place to kind of um, meet other people and um, get involved in different things. Um, being involved in NSBE allowed me to um, do outreach. We did a few service projects and tutoring um, in the Nashville community. And then we also had you know, our uh, different meetings where they were focused on professional development. Um, and then of course, uh, we always traveled to national convention and so, just that exposure to, um, you know, students from around the country and um, networking with companies and the opportunities to interview with different companies in hopes to get internships and job offers. Um, those are some of the things that, you know, kind of really stood out to me um, during my time as an undergraduate in NSBE. And and the first year you joined Nesby in college, that was also the first year you attended the conference? That's correct. So um, my freshman year, uh, I attended the 2006 National Convention in Pittsburgh. And that was like my first flight ever and my first taxi ride ever. So. Uh, it was like a brand new experience for me. Oh, wow. And I bet it was very cold up there, right, during that time? It was a little chilly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, where you are uh, today, you know, what motivates you to still be part of Nesby and what motivates you to um, spread the word about Nesby to others, encourage them to join the organization? 
I think what initially encouraged me to join the NSBE Professionals chapter here in Memphis was just a similar desire for uh, networking. So wanting to meet other uh, Black professionals that um, are in science and technology here in Memphis. Um, you know, my work team uh, is very tight knit, but it's a small team of 12. And so um, just wanted to kind of expand my network. Um, so I was able to uh, find out about the Memphis chapter here, uh, kind of as they were at the beginning stages of getting rechartered. And just with my experience of being in NSBE as an undergraduate and serving in different, um, like, officer roles in undergrad, I kind of jumped right in and got involved with the professionals chapter here. Um, but beyond just networking with other um, professionals, just the desire to give back, um, I felt like my time as an undergraduate in NSBE was really rewarding to me because it basically jump-started my uh, professional career path. And so um, I wanted to be involved in the professionals chapter in order to kind of help mentor the next generation of STEM leaders, you know, that will um, be going out and leading different companies. I wanted to be able to inspire kind of the next generation. Yeah, that is important to inspire the next generation. You know, they are our future. So tell us more about the Nesby Memphis Professionals Chapter. You know, like how did it all started uh, when you first joined and how did you all came to be where you are today? Well, from what I from what I know, the Memphis Professionals Chapter started uh, in the mid 1990s. Um, but just before I moved to Memphis, the chapter was inactive. And so um, once I got established here around 2014, um, there was a small group of uh, Black professionals that were working to get it rechartered. So we were, um, because it was inactive for a little over three years, there was a lot of um, work that had to be done just to kind of get our chapter officially, you know, established with all the 501c3, um, you know, criteria and just kind of all of that um, documentation that needed to be done. But um, we quickly got that going. And, um, you know, the chapter has kind of just bounced back and uh, started to flourish. So um, beginning in 2014, we developed some partnerships with a few other local organizations that allowed us to help support um, not only the professionals chapter, but the Nesby Junior chapter. And so one of the biggest initiatives that we had getting started was to um, perform outreach to the pre-collegiate uh, sector. So supporting Nesby Junior, um, kind of 
getting them exposed to different STEM professionals and STEM careers, and then helping the students to attend the national conventions. And so from there, um, we started to develop partnerships with local companies um, like International Paper and FedEx, among others. Um, and we use those relationships, you know, to kind of allow us to tap into the local networks of experienced professionals here just to, um, you know, allow our members to receive professional development from um, people that they may not have access to in their daily career lives. And so um, from there, we started a walk for education here in the Memphis area. And we uh, held that event for three consecutive years. Um, you know, it was important to us to have a program that um, touched the community. And so really, we wanted to um, spread the word about engineering to students who just may not have access to STEM in Memphis. So going into uh, different underserved communities throughout Memphis, um, like Orange Mound and uh, other places, just to, um, you know, provide them with information on how to prepare for college and STEM careers and kind of where to go if they want to um, learn more about STEM and explore that interest. Um, and then this year, uh, we were able to uh, hold STEMology, which was started in 2018 with the Atlanta chapter. And we were very excited about the opportunity for this event because um, it just opened up a larger way for us to impact students, um, a broader student base of grades three through 12. And then we also um, partnered with local organizations in a big way. And so from the mayor's office to Black Girls Code to um, a local uh, physics teacher who's really been impacting his students, you know, we had lots of different partnerships with this event. And um, we had an attendance of over 90 students that, you know, really enjoyed this um, mini conference basically that exposed them to lots of different types of engineering and STEM uh, activities. Well, that's very inspirational. Yeah, you all are doing a great job. Thanks so much. And I remember one year you were the president. Oh, it was two years, rather. You were the president of the Nesby Professionals chapter? Yes. That's correct. So I served um, as, let's see, when I, when I first joined Nesby, about um, half a year later, I served as the, um, the treasurer. And then I served as vice president. And then from 2016 to 2018, I served as the chapter president. 
And then this year I moved into the programs role. So I, this year I'm currently serving as the programs chair. Okay. So when you were president, you know, how was that? How was it like to be the president of a of a chapter full of professionals, you know, full of professional engineers in Memphis? How was that experience? I would say serving as president was um it was an awesome experience and it really gave me a chance to serve the chapter in a unique way um, by helping to focus in on, you know, what our goals were for those couple years and then, uh, you know, just continue our efforts to make connections within the Memphis community and connect with, you know, like-minded organizations. So um, while it was, you know, challenging at times for sure, just to kind of, you know, manage a group of uh, engineers and just, you know, feeling the um, desire to just make sure that we're providing the best content that we can, um, it it was motivating to me to just make the effort to try to really impact our members and the students and the community. Great. That's great. So growing up, did you have any impactful role models or influencers? I would say my biggest role model growing up was my mom. Um, You know, she was an awesome um, motivator to me and just always encouraging me, um, you know, to do my best. And, you know, she was my biggest cheerleader. um, And she just showed me that, you know, um, just upholding yourself with, dignity, showing love to others, and, um, you know, persevering through any of life's challenges that, you know, you can basically um, kind of direct your outlook on life, and that can drive you towards great things. It's very beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, do you have any advice for children or teenagers who aspire to pursue engineering or STEM in their future? Well, my first uh, tip would definitely be to join the local Nesby Junior chapter if one's available in your area, uh, because that'll give you great exposure to different uh, STEM fields and fields in engineering. Um, but, you know, if you don't have a NSBE chapter that's available, then I would encourage the students to kind of work with their parents and work with their teachers to find 
you know, those local individuals who are in STEM to see if maybe they can do a shadowing experience or um, just kind of like a, um, a meet, meeting experience with local STEM professionals so that they can kind of learn firsthand what it means to be, um, you know, a, um, to have a STEM career. And the second piece of advice would just be, you know, do well in your classes, um, especially, you know, try to take those challenging math and science classes if you can. But also, you know, kind of get involved in different things that are outside of the classroom. So, you know, if you have a skill or um, a hobby that you like, you know, just take it, you know, as far as you can and really develop those skills. Because, you know, when it comes to college and when it comes to your professional life, um, just having a, a well-rounded skill set is really going to take you far. Now, you are a female engineer, so do you have any advice or words of wisdom to the young ladies who aspires to be female engineers? Well, I would say to all the, the ladies that are interested in pursuing STEM, um, you know, just go after your passion and, you know, don't be discouraged if one door closes because, you know, if you do your best and, you know, you show your confidence, then, you know, you can make another door open. So, um, I would say, you know, don't back down and, um, you know, just listen to good advice and be open to constructive criticism. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, do your best and then, you know, work hard so that you can reach your goals. True, true. So, um, what advice do you have for Nesby chapters? Um, do, what advice do you have for them in order to get more members and more recognition for their organization in their respective cities and communities? Oh, that's a great question. And I would love to hear other people's advice on this as well. But um, I would say, you know, kind of knowing your city and what the residents in your city are really looking for and what they specialize in um, to focus in on events that kind of meet the needs of your local city. So, um, you know, if your city is a faster paced city, maybe, you know, networking is more of their style or if there's a specific um, industry that is popular in that city, then, you know, maybe professional development that enhances that specific uh, industry is going to be successful for that chapter. I think this is something that, you know, a lot of chapters, um, you know, it, it is a struggle at times to figure out you know, the best way to 
recruit and maintain members. And so um, I'd also say don't be afraid to try different things. Um, you know, it's better to try something and fail than not try at all. Um, but something that has also helped us out is uh, collaborating with other organizations um, to hold, you know, like joint events or to bring in guest speakers and things like that. And that collaboration helps to spread um, the the word about our chapter and just kind of get our chapter's uh, information into different circles to help build our membership. Yeah, that's really good advice. And, you know, strength is in numbers. So the more members you have, the more people you have supporting the organization will truly help uh, an organization succeed and do better and greater things. Um, do you have any ideas for potential NSBE professionals chapter meetings? Like, you know, what, like if a chapter is having their first meeting or if they're um, having trouble getting everybody, getting a members, what, uh, what type of meetings or ideas do you have, you know, for them? Well, with our chapter, I would say meetings that have worked well um, have been the meetings where we have brought in um, representatives from notable companies. So, you know, this year we kicked off our August um, general body meeting with a presentation from Google. And so, you know, it was right around the time that Google was looking for um, a new location and, you know, a lot of cities were kind of vying for that Google spot. And so just having that um, representative to come in and talk about specific aspects of Google um, was a great draw for our members because, you know, they were really interested in, in it was just kind of a hot topic at the time. So, you know, if you can get ahead of the hot topic and bring in a speaker or someone that specializes in that topic around that time, then that's a great way to kind of draw in people for your first meeting or really any meeting. Um, but then uh, socials are also great. So if you have a um, location in your city that is either new or becoming popular, then that's a great way to try to, um, you know, kick off your first meeting because people will be interested in trying out that new spot. And so if they can try it out and also, you know, meet with you know, a group of people that they could potentially connect up with, then I think that's also a really good opportunity. Okay, cool. So um, do you have any uh, fa favorite um, events or favorite meetings or favorite guest speakers from uh, the Nesby Memphis Professionals chapter? Well, I would definitely say my favorite event ha has been STEMology um, for this year just because you know, it was such a collaborative event with different groups and organizations in Memphis. 
And we were actually overwhelmed with the enthusiasm from the students and their parents, um, you know, as far as wanting to attend the event. And the event itself was just really amazing to see the students um, so excited and engaged during the program. Um, um, I would definitely say that STEMology was my favorite event so far. Awesome, great. Well, well, that's the uh, end of our podcast. Uh, now, before we officially end, do you have any lasting words of wisdom or advice to our audience? I would encourage everyone to just, you know, get involved or get in, get more involved with NESI. Um, you know, we definitely need every member um, that's out there. Um, we need your input and your ideas and your support. Um, it really is us all working together um, that will make the society uh, reach its highest potential. Um, you know, we have the uh, Graduate 10K initiative underway. And so, you know, it's really important for uh, professionals to kind of reach back to those upcoming generations and so just being willing to you know spend a little bit of time uh, occasionally to reach out to your local collegiate student or high school or middle school student just to kind of encourage them to um, pursue STEM and keep going so um, I would just say you know if you have ideas or um, even if you just have opinions you know, share those opinions with your local NSBE members and your local NSBE leaders just to help us um, continue to improve the society. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Trinika, for being uh, this episode's guest of the Powerhouse Podcast. And thank you, everyone, for listening uh, to this episode. You know, take uh, these words of wisdoms and these advice, take them seriously and take them to heart. These will surely help you out in the future. I promise you guys. Yes. All have right. a great Thanks day. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Have a great day.